this is Fred Rachani of TSC. We have right here on the line a very special guest. She's an actor, a stunt woman. She is making waves in Hollywood. She's on the come up. We are happy to welcome on the show Brenda Lorena Garcia. Brenda, thank you so much for the time. How's everything going? Hey there. Good. How are you guys doing? Doing all right, although uh, I, I can't say we're uh, as tough and as, as badass as you. Here am I, you know, bundled up a little bit. It's it's about to be winter time here in the Northeast. And meanwhile, you're just doing all these stunts casually, juggling your busy schedule. Hey, I look, get look, cold too. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot of exciting stuff going on for people that may not be familiar with you. One of the reasons I really wanted to interview you is because not only are you a, a stunt woman, and, and that's still kind of rare these days in Hollywood, but you're a stunt woman that, according to your IMDb, is 4'8". So I'm first, <laughs> is it four eight or is it five is it five feet? No, I'm four eight. Okay. okay. Four eight, four nine. I like to say I'm four nine hazel eyes, smile like the sunrise, but I'm I'm usually just kidding when I say that. <laughs> so, so you're no, four eight. <laughs> so so you're four eight, and, and on the surface, people might say, Oh, you're an actor and you have done some acting as well. But no, you're primarily known for your awesome stunt work on several films, TV shows, some we can talk about, some we can't talk about. And I'm just curious, and I'll kick things off. How did you get started in this crazy world of stunts? Oh, thanks. That's a great question. Um, well, I grew up obviously kind of very adventurous, very unafraid as a kid. Um, I see that in my niece now. She's super fearless, super bold, <laughs> super brave. And I'm just like, oh, I'm totally related to her. I love it. But basically, long story short, super long story short, um, I was at the right place at the right time. You know, I didn't have any connections in Hollywood when I, I've always wanted this life and I always wanted, I always dreamed about this career, but, um, well, I didn't really know the stunt career was actual career. I thought it was action acting, which they kind of go on in the same, but it's a little detailed and specific at times too. Um, but yeah, basically I just came across the right people at the right time. And one thing would lead to another and just doors would keep opening. And, um, next thing you know, I find myself on my, first set of stunts which was on a Nickelodeon show so that was cool because I was doubling a kid at the time because I'm tiny so but then it led to other big opportunities that were even greater like you mentioned some big movies and stuff um, and that you know everything has been going great ever since and I've been doing it for almost 10 years now believe it or not that, that that's incredible so when you broke into the stunt world were you initially pursuing acting actually I was um, studying journalism. I was okay. studying journalism at the time and I ended up doing a little bit of journalism. Um, however, I was actually, before I did uh, journalism, I was in theater arts. I did um, do an arts undergrad as well. And I did a lot of performance courses and classes and yes, acting classes, but not necessarily studying like, you know, like for cinema, for example. Yeah. So yeah, and I ended up you know, landing here, falling into this business. <laughs> so yeah, it worked out. I'm very thankful and so glad for every direction and every path I, that brought me here. So when did you realize that you had an aptitude for stunts and being really good at stunt work? Do you have like an athletic background at all? Or was it just something that kind of came naturally to you? Thank you. Yeah. So growing up as a kid, uh, I actually, um, actually as small as like three or something, super small, I, I would just have a lot of energy and I felt like, why don't I just throw myself backwards? And so I find myself throwing myself backwards on my parents' mattress. And my parents would be like, why? I've never seen a little toddler do backflips, you know? And I was no one taught me. I've never seen anyone. I just felt like doing it. It was just in my nature. And so eventually they 
put me in gymnastics and then so I grew up doing gymnastics and then I grew up doing a bunch of other sports like soccer. I eventually started to train martial arts just so you know recreationally so I can learn and and um yeah but basically my gymnastics background helped me get to this um line of work which has been a blessing and yeah that's a uh, Basically, since childhood, that was my development in, in athleticism and sports. You know, you have to be pretty durable. So how, how's your endurance? How's your durability lately? What's your what's your day to day like? Yeah, I'm so thankful that people actually talk about that because some people think we're kind of invincible. And it's like, no, I could feel it. You know, like I feel my, you know, my back sometimes or my shoulders, you know, and a lot of uh, stunt actors and stunt performers, they do a lot of physical therapy and a lot of um workouts or exercises that not only will keep them in shape but will help um the body recover from all the work that we're doing because our, our job is a very physical physically demanding job and so yeah we have to take really good care of it and um so uh, basically what we eat is important too but definitely um how we nourish our body physically is super important for recovery now i've been told too that at times stunt work can be a thankless job you've been blessed obviously to work on some big major productions made a lot of connections but I would imagine coming up you you kind of maybe had to had to deal with that and everything are you at the point in your career where you could you feel like you could say no or you can I, I, I guess you know make make a conscious decision on what to do and what not to do for your long-term health yeah I mean uh, it depends on what I would say no to I I haven't found anything that would really make me want to say no yet mm -hmm. thankfully um, because all of it has been pretty safe and exciting and, you know, uh, I'm working with really good people who have a good name behind or under their belt, I should say. And yeah, they're very trusting, um, individuals. So, um, I have had to say no to some things that I had no idea what they were and not sure who they were. Um, but still to this day, it probably was a scam, but <laughs> so I'm not concerned for those things. But other than that, yeah, I, I'm thankful that, um, it's the phone has been ringing so much that I haven't been available for a lot of work. So that is good. So hopefully, you know, that will keep going. So what's a day in the life like for you? That's a good question. I am actually very spiritual, but really I'm religious. I'm Catholic. Mm -hmm. So um, a day in the life for me includes a lot of balance. I like to start my day with thanking God for blessing me with a new day, blessing me with my life, my career, my family, my health. And um, that's how I start my day. And after I'm done with my prayers and um, my worship, I do, if I'm not working, right, then I'll go work out. If I have to go to work, then I go straight to set and I do my thing. If there's time after set, if the gym is still open, because I like CrossFit preferably, but otherwise I'll do the hotel gym, then I'll work out. Um, and then I go straight to like doing some reading uh, or meditation, some studying. I like to study at night. So I'm kind of different in that sense. I don't really... Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't think that would be a typical day for us, for an average person. So that's kind of a day in the life for me. That's awesome. So you, you keep, you're trying to keep yourself pretty balanced then. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have to, because, um, I don't think it's good to indulge too much like in entertainment or indulge too much in, um, other things that are pretty temporal. So uh, yeah, balance kind of keeps me afloat and keeps me happy and at peace. How important is that mindfulness for you? Cause I've been told by other actors that, you know, there, whenever you're working on on a major film or production, or just a lot of people on a set, it, it's very easy to kind of lose your concentration, right? A million things going on, especially when there's like a lot of special effects, action scenes. How do you kind of keep that focus in the moment? Oh, that's great. Yeah, 
that that's a big part of the reason why I love to meditate and pray because you do have a lot of pressure in what you do for the most part. I mean, it really depends on what you're doing. Sometimes you could be blessed with an easy day. Sometimes you're blessed with a not so easy day. It's challenging, but it could be higher stress, higher pressure, right? So you want to remain focused. You don't want to get distracted. So for me, I just kind of center myself by offering the day to God, as I mentioned, and um, trusting that everything will be okay. Like I'm protected. I, I've practiced enough, you know, that confidence competence loop. You know, like I've practiced enough, so I'm confident in my abilities. Uh, I'm hopefully, whoever I'm working with, hopefully I trust the name, I trust their abilities. It's a collaborative effort. And then above all, trusting the environment and God, of course. And that keeps me calm and keeps me very much, I guess, unafraid, kind of, yeah, just unafraid, just ready it keeps me it, it makes me ready and prepared like because if you have some fear I feel like it's gonna it's gonna distract you and it's gonna it might it could mess you up that's not to say I'm always fearless there could be situations where fear is gonna kick in and that could be a good thing that could be a sign like hey maybe you should speak up mm-hmm. but for the most part I think this was generally true and how long did it take you to really get comfortable and really to have directors and, and set people get comfortable with you where the phone is now kind of uh, ringing off the hook. Did you have to deal with any sexism or any just kind of, uh, I would say, misconception about you? Like, oh, you know, she, she, she can't do stunts. She's too small. Like, when did you overcome all those barriers and get to the point now where you're really working regularly? I love your questions. These are so awesome and different than <laughs> I'm ever used to. Thank you. Sure. That is great. Um, basically, it took a lot of me kind of, like, when I was first into this, like, if t- a few years in, I was still discovering what it's like, right? And I didn't have any connections that I mentioned. I didn't have family. I didn't have friends in the business. I didn't know anybody, so I was new. So it was easy to kind of get bullied and picked on a little bit, not by a bunch of people, but every once in a while you get something. And it actually, it worked out for me, thankfully. But but in those moments, I'm like, I, I realized I didn't know who I was and I didn't know what I was really getting myself into. And so all of that pushing and tugging and stuff kind of forced me to get to know myself better, which is um, why I ended up taking more, spending more time with God in, um, intentionally, and basically, it that allowed me to be brave enough to stand up for myself. Because once I got to know who I was, I'm like, now no one can pick on me because I know what I, who I am, and what I want. When did it get to the point where uh, people were started getting more comfortable working with you, where it, it, it kind of rang off the hook? Like, when did film people realize, like, okay, we know what Brenda's all about; she's our right. go-to person. Thank you. That's where I was trying to get to. And I was forgetting the question. Yeah. So it took me a lot more, obviously, getting to know myself and then that confidence. So once I got to know myself better, I, you know, and trained more because I'm doing physical training and spiritually, then people are like, look, I mean, like, honestly, like, um, this isn't to brag, but I've been put in a good word, you know, people put in good words for me and they refer me. And so you know, every most of the jobs I get besides those that I audition for are because they're referral based. I've been referred. And so um, so directors will remember me. Producers will remember me. Some coordinators and they've been calling me. And um, yeah, I think they just see that I'm, I'm happy. I'm confident and I'm very thankful. And so that just kind of keeps the, the, the goodness going, I think. And your stories really resonated with a whole lot of people, particularly women, you know, who are, want to get into the industry. I've seen some of the news pieces that some of these Spanish channels have done on you and your, and your story. And it, it's super cool to see that you're kind of looked at as a, a bit of a role model. How does that feel to kind of be an inspiration to a lot of people? 
Well, first of all, how cool that you've been watching all these things. <laughs> I do, we do our research here. <laughs> Thank you for doing your research. That speaks volumes. Um, yeah, honestly, yeah, I honestly didn't even expect to be here. But the, the interesting thing is, as a kid, I used to have visions of me actually being where I am. So, But once I was actually in this journey, in the process... I was just having fun. I wasn't thinking yeah. about these things, right? So all of a sudden, I can see my life coming into place the way I imagined it. Basically, this is my dream, and I'm living it. And uh, I can't be more thankful for it. So yeah, so when people interview me, and they see and um, me as a role model, and they say these kind of things, I, all I can do is just give glory and thanks to God, because it's Him who really helped me in this path, and I'm really nothing without Him. Super happy for your success. Before we let you go, we always like to ask our guests some random rapid fire questions just to oh, kind of get to know them better are you okay. ready i hope so <laughs> <laughs> all right here we go favorite cheat meal Ooh, oh i don't know cereal <laughs> <laughs> any kind of captain crunch count chocolate what do you what do you like <laughs> hold on hold on okay lucky charms oh <laughs> uh, okay there we go okay i like that okay <laughs> awesome favorite color pink all right, there you go all-time favorite actor or actress? I like Mark Wahlberg and Angelina Jolie. Great choices. Great great choices for sure. Thanks. All-time favorite movie or TV series or both? <gasps> Rush Hour. Most awkward moment as a stunt woman? Oh, <laughs> do you really want to hear this? this is yeah, so of course. That's why I asked. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So it's not really rapid, but one day I, I was working on a commercial and um, it, I have to tell you what it was now. I was in a spacesuit. So when I went to lunch, I took off the spacesuit. And I had leggings under that the costume department gave me. But little did I know that these leggings were see-through on the back. Oh, so, no. So, like, totally, no one said anything. But they're, they were completely see-through. Thankfully, I had underwear on. But still, that was terrible. It was so embarrassing. I didn't find out until a year later that those spandex leggings were see-through. So like a year later, when I looked at them, I was like, <laughs> it was so embarrassing and so funny. But anyway, craziest stunt you've had to work on something that maybe mentally, physically or both, you know, challenged you to your limits. You know, one of them, I had to do a minor car hit, you know, it wasn't major, so I can't compare anything. But but still, you have to think about timing and you have to still be concerned because you're still getting hit by car anyway. And uh, so, you know, it hopefully wasn't as complicated as it seems to for me to explain it because when you practice you're hopefully knowing what you're doing but yeah that was something that you're like okay hopefully they're gonna time it right with your timing basically so that was one and then working with sandra bullock on bird box that was really cool because we were on a real river obviously and it was yeah. raging and um some of the parts were category five some of them dwindled out to category three Wow. rapids which is still pretty intense yeah. and so there was times where we had to flip off the boat fall off the boat and water is just coming everywhere from all directions it's a river it's not like waves right it's water yeah. from everywhere and so i just remember just like wow mother nature is super powerful and very unpredictable so that's kind of one of those things that you want to you know be prepared for mentally as you were saying and so that was beautiful though very beautiful memorable experience cool so you survived bird box I certainly did. <laughs> yeah, super fun. Um, great cast, great crew. So wonderful. What would have been your alternate career path if you didn't get into Hollywood? Oh, that's a good question. Um, you know, it, 
funny enough, I was thinking maybe public speaking or something like that, but I, I've already started doing public speaking because people have invited me kind of like this to talk. And so one thing would lead to another, and other doors would open, and next thing you know, I'm, I'm talking in front of audiences. And I, I didn't really sign up, it just kind of happened, you know? And I just, you know, I take it and I'm thankful for it. But probably, um, ah, I love music, my gosh. I'd probably yeah. want to be some sort of performer, that kind of performer. Um, I, I have a master's in counseling. I'm kind of all over, but I kind of use it all in one place. Like when I do motivational talks, I make sure I remember the things I learned in school. So it doesn't go to waste, you know? <laughs> <laughs> when you're not meditating and, and, and getting into mindfulness, when you're not working out or, or, or prepping for another shoot, what do you like to do for fun? I love to go out and like see see the world. I love to meet people, like random people. Like for example, in my downtime, um, I've gone to help out the Vincent, St. Vincent de Paul Ministries, which is helping like, you know, the homeless, the hungry. Um, there's a, there's a place out here in Tucson, Arizona called Casa Maria. It's a, it's a, um, soup kitchen. So I like to do stuff like that or visit the prisons. Um, I also like to just adventure and hike with, with, by myself or with random people or with people I know. So I like to kind of stay productive and, um, or be in silent as you know, but, Definitely like to um, have some sort of surroundings. It doesn't matter if I know people or not. I love to commune with other people. That's a really cool thing for me. What's been the, the coolest place you've got to work in as far as a location? I love, I love Hawaii and Mexico. I mean, I've been to a lot of cool places. I think a lot of places are so cool. Like here, I'm in Tucson right now. And there's so much beauty. People are like, oh, what are you talking about? It's a desert. Well, it's a beautiful desert. Yeah. Like I love the cactus, you know, like. The, the nature is gorgeous to me. I just, I'm very fascinated by a lot of things, I guess. That's pretty, I guess that's probably my childlike spirit, to be honest with you. But, um, but I love Hawaii and Mexico because I had a very, I had a, an encounter with God in Hawaii and Mexico because the food, the people, the culture, but also the people of Hawaii are phenomenal as well. Mm -hmm. So top two, Mexico and Hawaii. Cool. How did your family react when you said, hey, you know what? I'm going to become a full-time stunt woman. My mom is so funny. I just think about my mom's ex my mom's reaction first and foremost because she was like the worried one. Um, I would tell her like, "Mom, this is what I did today. I, I jumped out of a cliff and went paragliding for a Samsung commercial." She's like, "Wait, what? What did you do? Do you have to do that? <laughs> Why do you have to do that?" I'm like, "Mom, don't worry. It's okay." And my dad's like, "I think it's cool." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So my mom has more of the worried spirit, but. Um, now for doing it for almost a decade, she 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 has an understanding like, look, my daughter is meant for this. So, but at first, yeah, it was more of a concern. That was her initial reaction. What's the best piece of advice you give anybody for success? Beautiful. Believe in yourself. Believe in God and believe in yourself and persevere. You can do anything if you just keep going and never give up, but always remain humble and work very hard and be grateful. Love it. And the floor is yours, of course, right now. Where can fans find you online and where can they find you next on screen? Thank you. So Marvel, the Eternals, uh, I was blessed to work on that. Um, and that's one of the uh, few things coming up as well as Avatar 2 next year. Look out for some HBO productions, um, God willing, very soon. And uh, you can find me on Instagram at Brenda L for my middle initial, Lorena, Brenda L Garcia. My Twitter is basically the same. It's at Brenda L Garcia with an X at the end. And then Facebook.com slash official Brenda Garcia.
Excellent. Well, Brenda, thank you so much for the time. Much appreciated. It was a pleasure learning about your journey. Check her out online and hey, maybe you'll even see her in the Eternals. <laughs> thank you so much, Fred. <laughs> so good to meet you. And thank you so much for having me. I'm really honored.